You are Locked On Browns, your daily podcast covering the Cleveland Browns, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good Saturday afternoon, everybody. Uh, hope everybody's enjoying a nice relaxing day of college football, but uh, the wait is over. No longer. 2019 Cleveland Browns out on the road tomorrow. One o'clock, First Energy Stadium versus the Tennessee Titans. Uh, look, guys, obviously we're all excited as heck. Um, it's about time. It's been enough talk. Let's get to it already. Uh, your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, Jeff Lloyd, Pete Smith, your local experts on the biggest stories along for the ride the first week of the NFL on the Locked On Podcast Network, sponsored by Mack Weldon. Mack Weldon is a premium men's essential brand that believes in smart design and premium fabrics. Mack Weldon is better than what you are wearing right now, simply put. Promo code Locked On, capital O, cap, capital L, capital O with a space. Gets you 20% at MacWeldon.com. I uh, want to thank them for uh, basically sponsoring kickoff week here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, Pete, without further ado, um, and look, obviously we've you know talked this at nauseam, but now it's time to just finally put it to bed. Um, I think for me, you know, and, and I know there's Tennessee folks who are excited and covered. The, the most simple, simplest way to put this is, Pete, is with the state of the Tennessee Titans offensive line where it's at right now. Um, with all the additions to the Cleveland defense and for the fact that, I mean, pretty much all of it's healthy, uh, this is going to be the key. I don't even think the Browns offense, which we think should be able to score, I don't think they got to do a whole bunch, Pete. Uh, yeah, what I would say is uh, I, I think the Browns will figure out ways to score. I have real questions on how Tennessee's going to score. Um, and, and Corey Davis, maybe he's coming to his own and is going to be a very nice player. Uh, but other than that, especially passing wise, they've got guys. I mean, Humphreys is a nice player. Uh, they brought in AJ Brown. They've got some guys that can, can make some plays, I guess, but you know, I don't see a guy who just sort of, you, you step in there and you go, Oh, we got to stop him. And that is a problem. I mean, I think Derrick Henry is a, certainly somebody you have to account for, but, I look at this game and I, my, my thought process is how is Marcus Mariota going to get through this? Or if Marcus Mariota doesn't get through this, how is Ta- Ryan Tannehill going to be able to get through this? You know, it's, they're, they're down two linemen. And that even when they had those two linemen, they, they couldn't protect them against Pittsburgh. Granted it was preseason, but nevertheless, I mean, the coach literally threw in the towel and now you've got to deal with Miles Garrett, Olivier Vernon, Sheldon Richardson, uh, Larry Ogunjobi. And then you've got Devereaux Lawrence and Jannard Avery coming off the bench. And if, if, if Jannard Avery is anything like he was last year and Devereaux Lawrence is anywhere near like he was in the preseason, I, I, that, that's just a nightmare. And that's, you know, you've got guys like Chris Kirksey and, and Joe Schobert and some of these other guys who can blitz. And I, I just don't know how their quarterbacks get through this. Um, initially, Pete, this kind of gives me the vibe of the, the two Bengals games last year. Um, granted, I don't, you know, obviously Pittsburgh is going to put, I mean, Denver, uh, Tennessee is going to put out a lot stronger defense, but it's going to be one of those where it's almost kind of, you know, you know, even if it's 14 or 17, it's almost going to be kind of like run away and hide. Um, I, I'm with you. I, I don't see what they're going to do. And you look for Derrick Henry. One of the reasons Derrick Henry is such a strong player at the end of the season is, and, and I've guys, I've said this multiple times is. Who in the hell wants to go in in, you know, 30 degree or colder temperatures when you're already dinged up because you've already played 10 games 
and go tackle that, you know, loose, you know, that loose two, you know, four by four truck. Um, this, you know, this part of the season where everybody's fresh, everybody's got their legs underneath them. And you, you know, you just finished camp where it's the preaching of, you know, every hat to the ball, you know, and, you know, t- tackling, gang tackling and all that type of stuff. You know, look, I mean, he could have a good day, but without the line and the tight ends, look, Delaney Walker is a nice player and he's had a really nice career. Delaney Walker's never killed anybody, you know, over the years. And as far as, you know, what Joe Schober does, you're going to tell me Joe Schobert's going to chase around Delaney Walker all day? Yeah, I'm okay with that. Um, you know, Deion Lewis out of the backfield, That's that, this might be something that could be a little bit of a pain in the butt, but the game could probably be decided by then. You know, uh, do you put Denzel Ward on Davis because there is some sort of a mismatch? But then again, we're okay. That's kind of why you have Terrence Mitchell here. I, I just, for me, is I, I, exact, I just don't know where Tennessee is going to, you know, if it's going to take 20 to win it, I don't know if I see t- Tennessee being able to put up 20. No, that and I, that's that's the thing. I think in order for that to happen, they have to get a turnover or something on you know the Browns. Pick, pick six, fumble for six. They need they need something to happen because I think so much of this. I think I don't think their offense can work unless they run the ball, and I have to think that's where the Browns' primary focus is going to be is stopping the run because if they can make them one you know a one dimensional offense and just allow those guys to fly off the ball and pass rush, then they're, they're, they're screwed. So I think they're, they're going to put some substantial investment in worrying about that part first. And if they can do that, then the rest is going to take care of itself. And, you know, offensively, if they, they, they don't have to be great, they just have to find a way to make some plays. And, if, and that's going to be an, I don't, enough, but it's just, there's, the Browns are a team that's this, this year is built to score touchdowns. The Titans, at least the last year, have not been more than a team that really kicks field goals. And their defense has to hold you under something like 25. And that's going to be a tall order. And I don't discount their defense. I think their defense is pretty good. Uh, Jarrell Casey is going to be a problem. But that's, you know, that's, I, I don't think it's enough. Yeah, and you know, obviously, what also we're not talking here is what this Browns pass rush. And look, Marcus Mariota. I mean, you can make the injury excuses over the years, but you know, sometimes you just got to say facts are facts. Um, you haven't played well. Um, you know, whether it's because of injury, because it's whether the legs, or last year, you know, there was some sort of nerve thing where he wasn't gripping the ball right. At the end of the day, facts are facts, and he just hasn't been very good he hasn't been worthy of the number two overall pick so if we're going to equate in mistakes that you know Tennessee's defense is hoping to create look, this Browns defense and we've talked about this you know they're going to change things and give some easy opportunities you know through sacks through turnovers uh Denzel Ward Terrence Mitchell they were on fire the first half last year t- turning the ball over now you know double that in with what the pass rush can do and again, it just it just adds up to what I think is you know probably a pretty easy recipe. Yeah, I mean, they you know they, they, the Browns have a secondary in, in, in that allows them to play matchup football. And you know, I think when we talk about T.J. Carey, we talk about Terrence Mitchell and some of those those guys that they have and the way they can sort of play them. Tennessee was one of the teams that sort of 
looked at as, as, as that type of matchup. You know, I, to me, I think Terrence Mitchell is going to be more – I mean, certainly Denzel Ward can play against uh, Corey Davis. I, I, I don't anticipate the Browns doing, like, shading, I, I think, or, or shadowing. I, I think they're basically going to play what they play. But if they want to do something, they can put TJ Carey out there and just have a man up and just try to beat the crap out of uh, Corey Davis coming off the line. Maybe put but Ward on Humphreys, who can be a pain in the ass, where that, you know, the body skill set's a little bit more of a nicer matchup. Right. Like, if they want to play matchup football, TJ Carey can, can go play, you know, whether it's Corey Davis or A.J. Brown, they're bigger receivers. Terrence Mitchell's a, a bigger, a, a thicker dude, which is why this always made more sense for, like, him as opposed to a guy like Greedy Williams. And, and, and they've said Greedy Williams is going to play. And his length could be valuable in that that standpoint. And then Denzel Ward, if you, if you want to put him in the slot against a guy like Humphrey, you can certainly take him away. It just, you know, it, it, they that's why you have so many different sizes, shapes, uh, and builds at corner and DB in general because it just allows you to do so much of this type of, of matchups. Yeah, and so I mean, look, I mean, guys, this is stuff we've talked about, but I mean, you know, we're we're looking forward to this one. And look, it's not that I don't think Tennessee's in better shape than they were. Two and a half weeks ago, Andrew Luck did a lot to shake up that division. But, uh, you know, this – I just don't see whether that – we'll flip over to the offense. We'll slip over to the defense. Uh, DoorDash, guys. I've talked about DoorDash in the past. Um, you know, whether you've had a long day at work, whether both spouses work, whether everybody in the household works. You have kids. They have activities after school. Sometimes it's a real pain in the butt to worry about dinner when you're walking in the door at 8.30, 9 o'clock. So go to the DoorDash app. Uh, choose what you want to eat, you know, where you want to eat from. Obviously, you got chain restaurants. Obviously, you got local restaurants. Everybody's almost affiliated with DoorDash right now. Um, use our promo code locked on, all caps, no space, to receive $5 off your first order of $15 or more when you open the DoorDash app. Make Find a little way to make your lives a little bit stressful, you know, with a lot of parents and stuff, kids back at school, or even still. I mean, look, you just don't want to stop at work. You don't want to have to wait for your food. Get home. Look, we got primetime games. It's a lot easier. Use the DoorDash app. We appreciate them for their sponsorship of Locked on Browns. Now flipping the script here, Pete. And, uh, you know, obviously if everybody, you know, Odell, full practice yesterday. It looks like all systems are go. I tried to talk about this the other night. It seemed like maybe a rope-a-dope and maybe something to fill up a little time. Look, if his hip still isn't 100%, 95% of Odell Beckham with everything he's playing with and with a quarterback with some stinking accuracy is good enough. It's more than good enough. Um, looking forward to seeing Nick Chubb. I mean, you know, obviously practices went well. You saw a little snippet in week one of preseason. Um I think, Pete, probably the biggest thing we're looking for here, you know, good-wise, obviously, is Odell, uh, you know, and, and the rest of the skill guys. Uh, you know, Eric Cush, you know, can he find a way here? Can Hubbard and Greg Robinson just continue at least what they were doing for the last half of last season? Sure. I mean, first and foremost, you've got a very talented T- Tennessee Titans defensive line. Uh, Jarrell Casey is a, has made four straight Pro Bowls. He's uh, at over six sacks a season for the last six years. Look, if you're to, to disrupt quarterbacks in general, but specifically a quarterback like Baker Mayfield, it's about interior pressure. Uh, that's going to be the part that that bothers him because he's done. He's so good at dealing with outside pressure, and that doesn't mean those things don't matter. It's just if you're going to pick one you'd rather have the outside pressure where he can step up in the pocket and avoid as opposed to that interior where that takes away potentially a, a place for him to step up. 
that, that makes him maybe think about what's going on around his feet and, and those type of things. So Jarrell Casey's problem one. That's the first thing they have, ha, have to figure out an answer for. And, and if, I'm, if I'm the Titans, I would line him up on, uh, you know, over if, on that three-tech over between Eric Cush and Chris Hubbard as often as possible and basically see if you can cause a problem because every time he's on the other side uh, on – uh, Batonio's outside shoulder, that's probably where the Browns would like him. And I wouldn't be surprised if, 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 if the Titans are doing, you know, are predictable in that respect, they manipulated to have Batonio on him as much as possible. Uh, but yeah, those edge guys, it, they're not like they, they are a bunch of speed, uh, flexibility type bending pass rushers. Harold Landry, obviously, you know, the one that got away, it's a burden to be right as much as. <laughs> Oh, it it just gets to be problematic that you're this good at. It. But he's 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 very good, and, and you know they 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 get a guy in like Cameron Wake who seems to be ageless, uh, and then you know the guy I'm curious to see in his new home is, is Kamali Correa. Uh, they they traded and got him from the Ravens, and it felt like a very sort of under the radar guy because he seems to fit what the Titans do better than the Ravens as a as an off ball edge rusher he was very talented coming out uh so look i mean chris hubbard this is sort of his style matchup they are smaller faster and more flexible which is you know that's where he should be at his best the thing that worries me is you know obviously because there's three of them for one thing is they can mix and match them so much and you know you you can get set on one set of tendencies and you bring another guy in and, and that can sort of uh, change change it and create some options. Uh, meanwhile, this is, you know, obviously this is not the, the life Greg Robinson wants to live. Um, you know, he's, he's a guy who can anchor really, really well, and he can take on power as well as anybody. And he can get out and pass protect. The issue he has is he'll get off balance and, you know, guys will set him up outside and he'll go out there and he has a difficult time sort of, redirecting and cutting back inside and he'll get crossed up and, and yield in some pressure that way. And that's where I worry about him against a guy like Cameron Wake or Harold Landry. Those guys are very developed in terms of their pass rush sets. So that's certainly something to keep an eye on. Uh, you know, after that, I, I, I listened to the podcast uh, with, with the Titans dude. He thinks Rashawn Evans is a budding superstar to, I thought Rashawn Evans sucked last year. Um, he, you know, I I think Jayon Brown's a nice linebacker, but I don't trust uh, – right, like right now I'm looking that, at, at that matchup and saying, so long as the Browns offensive line can get enough of a push on that Tennessee defensive line, I think Nick Chubb's going to go off. I, I just do. Um, look, the, the secondary for the Titans is very good, and they can – they can do some things in that respect, but I just think Nick Chubb is gonna is ha- gonna have a big day, and you know it may be a situation where they ever they are so caught up in trying to deal with all the speed and, and elements they have on the outside that uh, that Nick Chubb just goes off and they don't really have an answer for it. Uh, you mentioned Odell Beckham, and there's no question that you know he's the show uh, at this point in terms of. What, what are we going to get from him? You know, how, how good can he be? He's obviously the table setter. Everything sort of flows through him at this point. And then, you know, every, you know, even if he's 
he doesn't have to be great. He just has to make sure the Titans are more concerned about him than they are anybody else. And if he does that, then I, I don't know if it's going to be David Njoku. I don't know if it's going to be Jarvis Landry. I don't know if it's going to be Richard Higgins. could be Nick Chubb out of the backfield. But somebody is going to have some opportunities to make a bunch of plays. Uh, and, and that's going to be the thing that becomes interesting is, uh, you know, who's going to be that number two receiver for the week? Because uh, we've talked about this. I think it's going to be basically any given week. It could be somebody completely different. So that – it's going to be fascinating. Uh, is, is how do the Titans plan to deal with Odell Beckham? Are they basically going to try to play, you know, straight man with him? Are they going to try to give him some help? And are the Browns going to respond by trying to move him around the formations and let him, you know, create, create situations for him to get off and, and, and go? These are, these are absolutely things that can make this, you know, that chess match interesting between these two groups. Uh, and, and that's the thing, and, and this is what we talked about with the strength and the, essentially the baseball lineup you've put together with this skill group. Um, and you know, we talk Odell, and we talk Baker, and you know, could it be Jarvis? Could it be Rashard? Could it be Najoku? And then there, there's going to be snaps where you're just going to, you know, as much as we want Baker to throw it, we're, you're, you're going to be screaming at the, the screen. I mean, the TV screen, just audible to the run. You know, there's there's five in the box. And it, you, know, Nick, fine, whatever. I'll take one on myself. I don't care. I mean, Nick has got no problem with just, you know, having to beat one guy, one cut and go type of stuff. And that's the thing. And, you know, and this is the joy of Nick Chubb. And I think he's slept on league-wise, which maybe with a little bit more prominence on some national televised games is going to change. Is, you know, Nick is 18 for 100, probably – in a lot of these contests and it's not so much just giving, you know, trying to praise this offensive line. We realize there's some warts here with it, but Nick Chubb is a really freaking talented dude. Um, so there you have it from both sides, but obviously Cleveland's offense, um, obviously Tennessee's offense and vice versa. Um, well, the rookie specialists, fingers crossed, hope they both have a good days. We're going to get to, uh, obviously predictions here and you know, a little thing we're going to slip in here. Um, but uh, just remember, guys, uh, DraftKings, uh, go to DraftKings.com now. Use the promo code LOCKEDON, guys, the leader in daily fantasy lineup, one-day lineups. Put together six skill guys. Make sure you have your, uh, you know, you use the cap, uh, cap space correctly. Put together the best lineup you think that's going to succeed on Sunday. Go ahead. Have a blast. Use the promo code LOCKEDON, all caps, no space, at DraftKings. We'll start with this here, Pete. Uh, yeah, we'll go with this one first. Pete, game, score, predictions, and guys, this is sponsored by Zabo Apparel. Go to my tweet. Get in. Take a shot for a free T-shirt. Um, Zabo, in my opinion, is one to be one of the up-and-comers and one of the ones that buds here as far as everybody's putting out merchandise. I love theirs. But game prediction from Mr. Pete Smith. I think the Browns are going to win. I think it's going to be uh, – I, I, I keep coming back to this. I don't – like, I, 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 part of me thinks that the Browns – will not come out clicking. It'll be closer than I think it, than maybe it should be. But I keep coming back to it. I just don't know how Tennessee is going to get enough offensively. And I think the Browns are going to be able to cause some problems uh, with, with their defense, potentially cause some turnovers, get some short fields and score points. So I have the Browns 30 to 10. All right. Well, I'm, I'm in the similar venue. I am going to go with a Cleveland 23-10 to 10 win. It's not going to be 
three field goals, though. Um, guys, until I see it, I'm not going to change it. So I'll figure three touchdowns. I will figure three touchdowns. One mixed extra point, which gets you to 23 points. 23-10 Cleveland. Um, Freddie, if you want to make our life easier and just go for a whole bunch of two, we're good with that. And this is something I want to put into this year's uh, preseason. I mean, these, this year's, uh, you know, obviously pregame shows. Pete, I don't want to say game ball because it sounds so weak. It does sound high schoolish. MVP on offense this week, MVP on defense. Uh, I, I think it'll be Nick Chubb on offense, and I think it'll be Miles Garrett on defense. I gave you – all right, so you took the layup on defense. I'll take Baker in this one because I think Baker just wants to be able to get out there and go with all the toys. He, he wants to finally get to show off this new – this entire arsenal he has. Um, I think the way – I think Baker, you know, finished close to three bills. I, I think there'll be two touchdowns. I, I you know, I, I still figure maybe Nick for – you know, 100 in the score. Um, so if you're going to go that way, uh, I'll go Olivier Vernon. Um, if I'm the Titans right now, and this is the offensive line I'm putting out, I understand how terribly bad it is. So the one avenue I have to do is you'll have to make sure that Miles Garrett doesn't beat me. So what do you do there? Oh, my God. You leave everybody else open. So I think Olivier Vernon could be in for a really, really, really great day. Um, guys, this one's a little bit short, and I do apologize for that. But uh, I got a wedding to go to amongst everything else, the craziness going on in my life. Uh, Pete, Browns Maven, uh, what, what do you got for everybody, you know, up, up and leading until kickoff? Uh, I made my prediction for the season on, on, on record and all that. Uh, I wrote a thing uh, about Chris Kirksey. Uh, and him being voted captain and, uh, you know, what, what I think is going to be his last year. Um, and I'm sure I'll figure out something before tomorrow. But then, uh, yeah, we'll get into all that post game and, and, and see where we're at when this one's over. Uh, and, guys, as always, you know the way it works here. Uh, Pete and I, look, I, I'll have everything set up. We get that final whistle. And we sit down. You'll get this. So what, you figure, what, 30 to 40, 30 to 40 minutes? If we can keep it there, uh, you'll have this up after the final whistle. Um, it's, it, we're going to hopefully try to keep that flow, you know, you know, even with a lot of, you know, post-game shows. Look, I mean, you know, whatever. A little extra coffee this year, a little extra Coca-Cola, whatever it takes to get us through. Um, for Pete, uh, brownsmaven.com. Guys, get over there. Uh, the, the whole Maven aspect is picking up over on Sports Illustrated, and, and it's nice to see for Pete and a bunch of other friends that Pete and I have mutually that are, you know, involved with this it's great to see where this is going for all of them so brownsmaven.com get over there be a member you can just talk with browns fans uh social media obviously the heat's coming that way um uh browns maven on twitter make sure you're following over there at underscore pete smith make sure you're following over there congratulations to pete in the streets for our boys another win last night uh rolling on through here so congratulations guys to that the show itself at locked on browns all lowercase, uh, follow back account, DMs are always open. Me personally, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd, uh, DMs are open. Uh, guys, look, we're, we're all excited. Everybody's just jacked. Um, find a way to sleep tonight. Uh, just get on through it. One o'clock kickoff tomorrow. We finally get to see, you know, the fruits of the labors, color rush, everything out on there. Uh, cannot wait to get to the post game tomorrow. Obviously, you know, knock on wood, uh, it all goes the way we want here. Uh, but either way, we will be here, you know, ready to hit the record button once everything's done. Thank everybody for support this week, obviously, and with the show as it continues to grow. You guys are fantastic with all that. This has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LLB. Let's go, Browns. <laughs>